Okay, so we're starting Daf Chapei Amid base, three lines up from the bottom. Hahu Abavarnika. So an Abavarnika is kind of like a gazebo sort of thing. Uh, it's a relaxing area that the Reish Galusa, the Havalu, the Reish Galusa, so he had some sort of relaxing area in his backyard, in his orchard. Okay, so imagine he's got a house. Okay, he's got an orchard behind the house. And then he's got some sort of this abavarnica. I like to think of it more of like a gazebo, right? So you go out and hang there. Okay, so let's set up this case. Now, it's important if you learn this on your own, you relearn it on your own, and you're going to learn it with Rashi, you should pretty much go with the second shot of Rashi, which is on Ahmed Aleph, on the wide lines. So if you start reading, you start reading Rashi here, you're going to get totally lost. It's a completely different shot. And Rashi and most of the Rishonim, Rashi himself says that he likes the second shot, and most of the, most of the Rishonim say that as well. So, just to kind of set up this case, to understand it. So, again, you have this gazebo in an orchard. The walls of the orchard, right behind this house. Now, the walls of the orchard are Mukaf she'en, uh, were Mukaf she'en al-Adira. Okay, they were there before there was a Pesach built, there was an opening built. So, it's Yesim Beis Asayim, she'en Mukaf Ladira. So, I can't count on the outer walls of the orchard. Now, this relaxing area, so you see most of the pictures that they'll have it, um, they'll be like a tree, okay? And I actually, I, I did, I can send it here if you guys want. I did, I just forgot to print it out. Um, but I did uh, make some pictures if anybody's interested. I could send it out now and then we can, uh, okay, um, so. Okay, so most of them will show like a tree, but the point is, it's, not, it's, it's less about the tree and more about the fact that you had a place to relax. Okay, if you see here, so you see the uh, second picture, 138. Now, it's a relaxing area, so there would be some sort of walls around it. Okay? So the Reish Galusa now, he wants to eat in this area, or he wants to hang out there, right? So, Hahu Abavankar, the Havala the Reish Galusa, Bebustana, in his orchard. So he says to Rav Huna Barchinina, I need you to make a takanta, to do something here. So that I can eat there. I want to eat my Shabbos meal outside. It's nice. I can relax there. But the problem is, because the walls of my orchard are Okay, so therefore, since the walls of the orchard are like, so therefore I can't carry from my house to this, you know, gazebo of a vankara, whatever you want to call it, okay? So, azal avad kana kana pachas mishlesha. So what did he do? He made a wall, aliyadeh kana kana pachas mishlesha. You could see that in the picture 137, that he put a bunch of poles, okay, aliyadeh lavad, and he basically made a pathway with walls to this, uh, you know, gazebo type of area. The gazebo had walls already? So, the gazebo had walls. And that's what we're going to discuss here, according to the shot. It's not 100% seamless, but the gazebo had its own walls. But the point is, you have to carry from your house to the gazebo, to this of Avankara. So there's no problem in the actual gazebo, it was just getting the food there. Correct. That's what, yes, yes. Okay? So now, Azal Rabba Shalfinhu. Rabba went ahead and he, he, he took, he, he, 
he uh, took these sticks down. He took them down, basically saying, you don't need the sticks, okay? Because what we're going to try to understand is the way, again, the way I'm understanding this according to the second Shana Rashi using Tesis and other Rishonim as well, because it's a little complicated, is that you're right. When he built the wall around the orchard, that was Enamoka Fladira. But there's a Havamina, and we know that you can't fix it later, right? We know you can't fix it later unless you do what? You build a new wall, right? So let's say you move like we had yesterday, you move a wall, Dalad, Dalad, Tfachim away from the old wall, and you put a new wall in, that's considered Mukha Fladira. So there's some sort of Havamina to say that when you put walls around this Abavankara, when you put walls around this gazebo, since the Abavankara, this gazebo area existed, so it's kind of like making new mechitzas, and it'll work for the whole orchard. Because now I'm showing that I want to live there. So, and the Havamina is that I don't, it's not a din in resurrounding the whole property, but rather making walls in this property that are mukafudira. And now I'm showing that I, that I, I intend to uh, uh, live in this area, Yosemir Beis Hosayim. So the Havamina is, the way we're going to understand it is, that I put walls, when I, when I re-walled the gazebo, this gazebo area, I put walls in this gazebo area, that would now have a din of new mechitzas that would now make this whole area mokafladira. So Rava went ahead and he was saying, okay, you got that? So Rava went ahead and he was saying that, um, Rava went ahead and he said, no, you don't need this fake, right? The walls of, that you put around this gazebo should suffice. So you don't need these poles anymore to make this mechitza. And he took them down. Also, Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Bered, Rav Yeshua, Nakatinu mi basrei, mi basrei, right? They, he, they actually removed these poles. Not, like, like to certify Rav's pshat, not just that the poles were taken down. He didn't, he didn't want that uh, Rav Huna Bar should go ahead and put the poles back in. He said, you don't need them. They're unnecessary. Lamachar esve ravina l'rava. Then comes along shop. So this was on Friday, right? So the rich also wanted to make sure everything was ready, that he could eat in his nice uh, abavankara, he could eat his, in his nice uh, chilling area on Shabbos. And uh, they said, you don't need these poles. So now Ravina comes to Rava and he says, how could you rely on the walls? Right? How could you say that this is mokaf ladir? How could you rely on the walls? When you have a new city, you measure the city from the last remaining house as opposed to the wall of the city. The Yeshana, however, an old city, you would measure Mechamaisa from the walls of the city. Now, Ezehu Chadasha, Ezehu Yeshana, what defines a new city, an old city? Chadasha is Shehukful of a Saif Yashva. Chadasha means, a new city means that you put the wall up first and then you put the houses up. Since you put the wall up first, the wall does not have a din of Mokov Ladira. And therefore, we're not going to say the city is uh, considered a city from the wall because the wall came first. Rather, you would go from the last house and the settlement. Okay, so let's say there was a huge space in between. You want to know how far do you have for Trum purposes. You'd only go from the last house and not from the walls of the city since the walls of the city were built before the houses. Now, Yeshana, what does that mean? What's an old city? That is, Yashvah, if you settled all the houses and then you built a wall around it, and let's say you, you, you had 
another, you know, 20 besar or something, you know, a huge amount, but you enclose that area in with the city. Since it's Mokavodira, so we'll consider that whole uh, space as part of the city, and we'll start measuring from the walls. Okay, but what do we see here? Mahai Nami, in this case as well, is Kahokfobosayf Yashvadami. That this case, even though, even though, right, so if you think about this, when you're building a city, I'm sure, if let's say, Ir Chadasha, they would build a huge, big city. They would first put up a huge wall, right, and then build the houses. Now, within the city afterwards, I'm sure they added mechitzas. They added some sort of walls, right? But yet, we're not going to say that adding walls inside the city would make, would make it newly, right, it would make it cons- uh, considered as if Pesach Ulbasayf Hokaf, right, that it would make it Mukaf Ladira by adding walls, because since I had the major wall, so too over here, by, the, by this Abavankara, when you add walls around the gazebo, we're not going to say that the walls that you put around the gazebo are going to help to make the entire orchard Mokofladira, since when you made the walls around the orchard, it wasn't Mokofladira. So we see that making little walls later in a small area of, is not considered Mokofladira, as opposed to, like I said yesterday, we know, everybody agrees that when you had, like the Gemara brought yesterday, when you have a new mechitza around the whole area, and it's Dalit, that works. So there's Havamina to say that when I make any sort of enclosure in this space, it'll kind of recertify, recertify the space as Mokafladira. And here we're asking, we see from Yer Chadasha that you can't do that. So again, why did you rub us to pull down these Kanem and say, I don't need a mechitza? The, the mechitza around this Abavankor is not going to be a good mechitza. So that's one kasha. Amr Leirav Papa, and then even on this, right, we're going to have three kashas that they're all, Amr Leirav Papa Rava. three kashas on Rava. Why he held that the walls around this, around this, above Ankara, around this gazebo, why would this be considered a good wall? So first is, it, it's a chadasha, right? Little walls can't fix the larger area. That's number one. Amr Leirav Papa Leravav, Amr Rav Asi, Mechitzais Darkalin, so this mechitza that kind of would be like a scaffold. So you know, you go walk in New York City, New York City the new construction, so they put up scaffolding there. So that's not a real mechitza. Okay, that's a temporary, it's a temporary mechitza. That is loishma mechitza. Alma, kiven the avidala. So to here, these mechitzas, they weren't made as a separation. The only reason you're putting mechitzas around your achsadra is for, is for tznius. It's not really because you intend to build a wall. It's not considered a real mechitza. And therefore, there's no havamina to say that me putting these tznius uh, mechitzas around the gazebo would now remake this whole area of mechitza. So again, no mechitza. So why did you, Rava, take down my poles? I mean, you can't carry in this area. Why did you take down his, uh, his poles and say you don't need them? You can't carry in the area. Third Kashan Rava. How could you say that you could use the area even without making a new wall? This is going to be very similar to second Kasha. A Mechitza that is made to relax there. Okay, that it is not, it's very similar to the last kasha. Again, what we're saying is, the mechitza is not made for a dira. The point is, we're asking this kasha two different ways. The first one is tznius, and then nachas. Either way, what is, look at what the wall is not. The wall is not being made ladira, and trying to recertify an area, mukaf ladira, 
when you build a wall that's not made for Dira, well, there's no Havamina to think that that would work to recertify that area. It's not going to be considered a good wall. In order to make the area, right, that was originally Mokaf Shalalashem Dira, to make a Mokaf Dira, you need to resurround it with a Mechitza that is made for Dira. And this, so the first Kasha was this, it's, it's for Tznias. And now the Kasha is, it's Asuya Lenachas, Loishma Mechitza. Why? Where do we see this from? Because Rabba Baravua would make an Erev around the whole city of Mechuza, Arisaisa, Arisaisa. Okay, he made um, basically in areas, area by area. Arisaisa is Shechunah, Shechunah, Rashi is by each neighborhood. Okay, you had a lot of different Mavas there. And why did he make these walls? He basically made one, one wall. You see, this is kind of a picture in the Gemara over here. But he put walls up because of the Mishum Pira de Beituri. There were pits that the, they used to throw in the seeds that the, shar, the, the animals would eat. So he wanted a wall. He put a wall there to wall off these pits. The point was, the, what we're trying to bring from here is that the wall, the, what was, he, the city is walled, right? He walled the entire city. Okay, and what did he do here? He put walls in, and yet, okay, and yet we said, okay, I'm sorry. He put walls up to guard these pits that you had the seeds for the animals, and yet he didn't allow you to carry there, even though there were walls. So we should say, well, I have walls, right? It's like a, I made a mavoy, and it should be okay. Everything's walled in. No, since these walls were not made ladira but rather these walls were made to guard the pits, okay? So therefore, they're not good walls. So we see, so too by us, that when you make a wall for a purpose other than dira, it's not going to be considered a wall, okay, to be mukaf ladira, right? To, to create a wall for carrying on Shabbos purposes. And here, the wall was made, either in the first kasha, the wall was made l'tzniyusa, or in the second kasha, the wall was made l'nachas, right? It was made so you can create a place where you can relax, okay, that is not called Mokov Ladira. So what happened? So because we take these three kashas, it seems like Rava was wrong for saying you could carry there. So kari alaihu reish galusa, the reish galusa said to these people, these chachamim who were asking on Rava, chachamim heima lahara lahetev layadu. Okay, that, that you, 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 you're a chacham, you know how to, uh, to, to work against me. It would have been really, really nice, okay, if you would have done this, had this whole back and forth with Rava on Friday, right, again, this is Lamachar, this is on Shabbos, and basically, the Reish Kulusa is uh, using a puzzle to complain that these chacham messed them over. They took it away because they were going with like Rava. But then they asked the next then day. They, yeah, then they asked the next day, right? And they're going like, well, what, what, yeah, really? That's nice of you, right? That's nice of you, right? You jumped on the bandwagon with Rava over there and then you come and ask them if it was wrong. How about you wake up yesterday, figure that all out and leave my condom in place so that I could use my, um, I could use my Abhavankara. Amar. Okay, so moving on in the Mishnah, we had, we said that, uh, <clears throat> If you have an area that's not Mukafladira, so we had the whole first set, if you remember, where you had a whole host or a slew of Tanayim in the Mishnah. And the first Tanayim basically were saying, it could be based on certain qualifications, but, but that we're saying that if you don't have, and like we said, Rabbi Akiva, that until Beis Asayim, you don't need Mukafladira. Right? It's only, you only need Mukafladira after Beis Asayim. Until Beis Asayim, you can carry, even if it's not Mukafladira, that was, let's say, Rabbi Akiva Shita. 
Right now we had three variations. The first Mount Amar in the, in the Mishnah of Tanakama held that it needed, uh, you, you actually needed a Shemiria there as well. And the second Tana said you need something, a Deir Asayar. Okay, but the point is, this Rebbe Eloi is saying that I heard from Rebbe Lazar that even if it's not Mocha Fodira, a filu base core. You can you have even a base core. Now, a base core is 30 sa. Base of time is 2 sa. Okay, so much 15 times the size. So, Masnisen. Now, we're still going to take issue with that because Masnisen is like Chananya. The Mishnah is not like Chananya. Titania, Chananya, Oimer, Vafilu, he are Ba'imsa. Chananya says that even if, it should, even if it's not Mokofodira, you can go up to 40 sa. So, why did Lazar over here only said 30 sa? We see it's not like Chananya. Okay, Ki'istarat Yashomalach, like the yard, like the courtyard of a king. Amrav Yechanan, where are they learning this 30 or 40? Mishnei Mikra'echa Darshu, they learn it from the Pasuk, the following Pasuk Shinemars, it says, Vayihi Yishayahu, Loi Yatsa El Chatzar, Loi Yitzay El Chatzar, he would not go out to the Chatzar Hatichayna. Now, this, when it says the word Chatzar, it's a Kriu Ksiv. Ksiv Ha'ir. Right, the pasuk is actually written. It says ha'ir lo yatsa ha'ir hatichayna v'karin on chatzar. However, you read it as chatzar. So mikan, what do we see? Listaracha shomelach shayu kayaris beninus. That the courtyard of a king is like a small city. Okay, and therefore we're we're saying we learn. They both learn from here that you're allowed to go way past a base sign. You're allowed to have a much larger area. Okay, but my kamifligi. What, what, what's this? Machlekes Mar Sabar Iyaris Beinin is Havin Base Core. So the Tanakama or Rebbe Lazar held that a um, a uh, a Iyaris Beinin is right a mid-sized city is considered a base core, which is thirty sa. Mar Sabar Memsa Havin. Okay, so now the Gemara wants to understand Yishayahu my boy Hasan. Why was Yishayahu there? Amar Rav Chana Amar Yechon Amar Lamed Shechala Chizkia. So Chizkiyah Melech was sick. V'halach Yishayahu, Yishayahu went there, V'hayshiv Yeshiva al Peschai. He set up a Yeshiva, right? He set up a Kail, he set up a Yeshiva there of Talmidim to learn Torah for the benefit of, of, uh, of Chizkiyah Melech. Mikan, L'tamachon, G'mshen Chala, Shem Yeshiva Yeshiva al Peschai, that you should bring Yeshiva, the people there. And the Gemara says, V'lam Milsahi, however, it's not true, don't do it. We see in the Pasuk it was done. But it's not a good idea. Dilma asali gerure be satan because the satan he's coming to the chaylam. So once he's there, he's good, right? It's, he's going to get there, and he'll have right. He'll have a bunch of tabidei chaylam over there that he can uh, bother as well. He gets incited against them. So once we know that the satan is going to come to the chaylam, so to bring a bunch of tabidei chaylam there is not a good idea. V'chein shamati heimenu. Okay, so this was there were three a, a sequence of three things that the, we said in the mishnah. First one, right, obviously tied in to um, our case of saying that uh, <coughs> even if it's not Mokal Fadira, you get up to 30 sa. And then the second thing that he heard was, Anche Chatzar Sheshachach Echan Mehen Irev. Okay, so this is going to be a topic that is going to get uh, very well discussed later on in the Masechta. Okay, but it's worth just kind of delving into a little bit over here. The Gemara is going to discuss it. So what happens? So what's going on is like this. The, normally the ideal way or what's supposed to happen is let's say you have five people living in a chatzar. Okay? That means five houses, five apartments, and they all open up into a chatzar. So they're supposed to make an Eruvei Chatzeres. Right? Let's say one guy 
forgets to. He forgets to, he forgets to make the error. He forgets to get included, whatever it is. So now we have a problem, okay? That nobody could use that chatzar because it's all or nothing. So what does he do? He's mevatel his chelek in the chatzar. He says, you know what? I don't want to use the chatzar at all. He withdraws himself. And then basically, we're going to view the chatzar as if there's only four partners in there, and all four of those partners have an Erev, right? And then he's okay. Now, in general, when we talk about chatzeras, the rights to a chatzar come from the fact that you own your house there. So the Gemara is going to don is like this. What about his house? When he gives up his place in the chatzar, since the only way he has the chatzar is mikayach, the fact that he has a house there, is he also giving up his house, yes or no? Okay? Does he, does he have in mind, does he intend, is that really, is, is that how it works? Well, well, we'll see in a second. Well, my afkamina is whether he can carry there. Whether, whether, whether they can carry, huh? Whether they can carry in his house. In his house? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, the mission has said, we said it for Shem Rabbi Eloi, we said that, Anshei Chatzar, that he cannot bring, okay, from his house into, right, he can't bring, uh, his house is now going to be Aser, so he seeds his house, okay, but for the other people in the Chatzar, he seeded his house as well, okay, and that's what we're saying, that Rabbi Lazar holds. So again, if his house is going to be usher um, for it's going to be usher for him to use uh, his house, right? Rabbi Lai is saying the hamavato rishus chatzir rishus beisay nami bitel v'nasa oirach etzlon lefichach af beisay mutter lohen abalu usher lahachnus lohitz mi beisay lechatzir. He is unable to take from his house to the chatzar. They, however, can take from the chatzar to his house. Okay? So, v'hatanan, zakta gemara, really, basically, asr lohaitzi lahachnes loy, v'lohem, v'lohen, how could you say that the, he can't take from his house to the chatzar, right? Because he was mevatel azir in the chatzar. Now, the question is, did he give up his house as well? If he gave up his house, then... His house, essentially, along with the chatzar, only belongs to the other four people. So the other four people can carry from the chatzar into his house, if he gave up his house. If he did not give up his house, then his house is considered a separate area, and even they can't carry from the chatzar to his house, because his house is his, and uh, he didn't give it up, and it's not included in the chatzar and the other four people's rishos. So... So we have a b'risa that says that they may not carry in his house. So Rav Sheshes is saying, And as it comes out, what comes out to say, this is Rav Sheshes saying this, we see according to Rav Eliezer, when I give up my chatzar, since my chalik and the chatzar, how do I get that? That's mikayach, my house. So when I give up my chatzar, I'm also, when I see my chatzar to the other four inhabitants, I also see my house. 
And therefore, Rabbi Lazar holds that, of course, he can't carry because he's out. He's done, right? He didn't do an Arab and he's out. But Rabbi Lazar holds, since he gave up his house, his house is considered public property to that chatzar. And then, now they can carry from the chatzar to his house. The Rabbanon, however, the Rabbanon hold, Hamavato, Rishos Chatzerai, Rishos Beisei, Loi Batil. That the, rishos, the, the bias is not bottle, and therefore the Rabbanon said that it's Osir Loi Vilohen. They can't use his house either because he did not really give up his house. And now the Chatzar belongs to the four, his house belongs to him, there's no heir, so they may not carry from the Chatzar to his house. So the Gemara asks, Pshita, okay? It's Pasha that this is what the Machlekes is. Why did Rav Sheshis have to say, Kishetimtsi Loimar? Well, that's, uh, oh, if, if you think about it, right, and you play this down the line, this is what it, no, that, that's the Pasha understanding. That's the only way to understand the Machlekes between Rabbi Lazar and the Rabbana. We explain it. That really what Rav Sheshis was coming to tell us Come to tell us a chiddush in another case. If you have five people living in a chazer, according to Rabbi Eliezer, right? That when you're mavato rishus, you don't have to be mavato to every person. Now, what are we saying? That if we wanted to succinctly explain Rabbi Eliezer's shita, Rabbi Eliezer holds that when a person's mavato, he's mavato with, with, with what's called ba'ayin yafa. That is fully mavatal, I'm out. Okay, so when he's mavatal, is just in the chatzar, the bias is out too. So, well, what do we see? Then when I'm mavatal, when let's say there's five people living in the chatzar, since Rabbi Lazar holds, I'm mavatal, but I I don't have to be mavatal to each one. When I withdraw, I withdraw myself completely. And therefore, um, I'm good, I'm out. And However, since the Rabbanon who hold that when you're, when you're mavatal, you're chatzar, you're, you're not mavatal, you're bias along with it. So, so they're going to hold, the Rabbanon are going to hold that when you are, you're in a situation where there's five other people, you have to be mavatal to each one. When you're mavatal, it's not good enough to just say, I'm out, because it's very limited. It's not ba'ayin yafa, it's the opposite of ba'ayin yafa. And therefore, it's very explicit based on what you say. When you say, I'm out, well, maybe that's only for one person, so you have to be vatal for each one. Kiman, Azla, Ha, right? And then that's the Chiddush, that's the Kishetim Tzilaymar. The Chiddush is, is that once you understand that when I'm vatal, my Chatzar, according to Rabban and Mabais, doesn't come along with it, according to Rabban it does. So, the, so too, in a case where you have five people, we're going to play it out and say that according to Rabban you have to, you don't have to be vatal to each one, and according to Rabban you do. Kiman, Azla, Ha, Tanya. Who does the following b'risa go? Chamisha shishiruim b'chatzer echad. Five people living in one chatzer. V'shachach echad mehem v'loi irev. Kishum avatol rishusai ain't sarach lavatol rishus chalechad v'echad. Well, who is that like? That is Kiman Kerebel Lazar. That Kerebel Yezer. That's like Kerebel Yezer who says that when I'm avatol, avatol ba'ayin yafa, completely out to all five. Rav Kahana Masni Hachi. Okay, he's going to learn. He he learned it like he learned this Kiman Azlaha, and what the chiddush of Rav Sheshes. Is like we just learned it. Rav Tavyumi Masniachar of Yuni is going to learn it a little bit differently. And the only difference in what we're saying is that the Kamanaz Laha was said by Rosheshis himself. Kamanaz Laha the Tanya Heshishri and Bechatzar Echad Rebchatzar Echad Bechachach Echad Nevaloi Irev. Again, you had five people living in one Chatzar and one guy forgot to make an Irev. Kishum Mavato Bechusay Nitzarch Lavato Bechusay Nitzarch Lavato Bechusay Okay, that he does not have to be mavato to each one. Kiman, I'm Rav Huna, Brader of Yudah, I'm Rav Sheshes. Kiman, Rav Eliezer. That it was explicitly Rav Sheshes said it. 
So he tied, right, where, where we said before it was Rav and we said that we can figure out that that's what Rav meant. And then we said a Kaman Azlaha here from the fact that Rav said the Kaman the Rav himself said the Kaman Azlaha, it ties it to Rav a little bit more. Okay, so the Gemara is going to end the parak here with one shail on this. Amar le Rapapala Baya. Le Rebeliezer. Now, according to Rebeliezer, we said, Mevatel Ba'ayin Yafa, which means if I give up my chalek in the chatzar, I give up the, my chalek in my own house. So, Amar Loi Mevatlina. Let's say, according to Rebeliezer, he says, I don't want to be Mevatel my house, only the chatzar. Ula Rabbanon, what about on the flip side, the Rabbanon, the Amar Vatlina? The Rabbanon say, I want to be Mavato my house, my time. Right? What is the halacha going to be? What's, what's the tzadim over here? Time of the Rebbe Le'ezer, the reason Rebbe Le'ezer holds that when you're Mavato, you're Chatzim, Mavato, your house, is Mishim Tukha Sabar, Mavato, Rishos Chatzerah, Rishos Beisai Bittol, V'hai Amar Ano, Lo'yavatlina. I specifically said, no, I don't want to, and therefore I should exclude the Bittol of my house. Oi Dilma, Maybe time of the Rebbe Yezer, Misham Debayis Beloi Chotzer Loyavi the Inchi the Diary. Nobody lives in a house without a Chotzer. Vechika Amar Loy Mivatlina. Okay, that they go hand in hand. When he's saying, "I want to be involved in my Chotzer," I don't want to be involved in my house. Lav Kolkomina. It's not up to him. The house and the Chotzer, according to Rebbe Yezer Shita, the house and the Chotzer always go hand in hand. You're involved with one. You're involved with the Chotzer. It's got to come along with the bias because that's how you have rights to the Chotzer. Even though he's saying, no, 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 I'll live in the house without the chater. That's what he's saying. I still want to keep the house. I don't want the chater. Still, it's not up to him. And therefore, too bad. Once you give up your chater, you have, it doesn't matter what you say. The bias automatically goes along with it. Or, same child to Rabbanon, Yamar, Vatlina, my time at the Rabbanon, right? If the Rabbanon say specifically that he wants to be a Vato's house, What's the reason the Rabbanon will hold that normally when you're Mavatel, your Chatzar, the bias is not included with it. And here he said specifically that he wants Mavatel's house. Okay. And that the reason why the Rabbanon hold the reason why the Rabbanon hold that normally when you're Mavato, you're Rishos Chatzar, you're not Mavato, Rishos Bayis, is because they don't really believe, right? The whole thing, come on, really? I'm being, I forgot to make an error, so I'm Mavato, so I'm out, my house is no longer mine? Come on, really? So nobody really believes that, right? Of course you're going to keep your house. And therefore, if you say, I want to be Mavato, my house, we don't believe you. And he'll end up taking what was his house and become an Eirech, and become a guest to them. I don't believe you. When he says, I want to be a vato, I, I'm out of my house, we don't really believe him. Okay, so that's the two tzadim of the Shiloh. Amar lei, bein the Rabbanon, bein the Rabbalazar, kivin the gali, daite gali. No, so the Gemara answers is Peshat the Shiloh, according to both. As soon as you say, let's say, according to Eliezer, you say, I, want to be, I'm, I, I don't want to be a vato in my house, even though I'm being a vato in my chatzar, then we'll follow what you said. And according to Rabbanon, when you say, I'm going to be a vato in my chatzar and my house, we will say even about your chutzner and your house. And then the third thing, Zak the Mishnah, the Chain Shamati Mimenu, Shayitzim, Barkavalim, Bepesach, that you can use Arkavalim as Mar, Bepesach, my Arkavalim, Amoresh Lakish, Atzavsa Chruziyasa. Okay, that's some sort of vines. Okay, that is, Rashi says, it's Siv Avahagodol Savivadekel. 
It's the base, I think it's called the baste, or bast. Okay, sieve, it goes around the decal tree. Okay, that's spongy material around the decal tree. We so see you could use that for, um, and, and it, 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 it does grow like a, like a, like lulay de gafanim, like a lulav, and you can use that for mara. Okay, that was the third thing in the Mishnah. Hadron Allah, Aysen Pasim. Um, yeah, so just to summarize, tick tocking in the middle of the chair? No, I'm not sure what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> so we started off by saying we talked about the Abavankara of the Reish Kolusa, right? That, that chilling area, the gazebo. Okay, Rav Huna Bar he made a, taka, a takana with Kanim, okay, that he made, you know, use love it, he put up those sticks to make a wall, right? A pathway from the house to the Abavankara, and Rava went ahead and he threw them down, okay, and then Rapapa came and, and he took them away. Okay, he held that you do not need a ticken, and we asked to Rava from the following three, that number one, how could you say the mechitzas of the Abavankara are not going to help to make the Pardes Mokofladira, okay, because Ravina said first, we see from Ir Chadasha, that we said Ir Chadasha, we're going to measure it, Ir Chadasha means that you put up the wall, and then the houses, we're going to measure it from the last house, and we're not going to say that even though you set up mechitzas throughout the city after you built the houses, that we should use the outer walls of the city since it wasn't set up in the right way. Or Rapapa who asked that it's a mechitza, the mechitza of the Abavankara is a mechitza for Tzinias, so that's not going to work. Or Gunabar Yudhu Yeshua, who said it's like a mechitza Lenachas, okay, these are not mechitzas for Diurin, and therefore it would not help to make the space Mokafodira, and the Rish Kalusa was not happy. He said, Chacham Hara. Okay. Now we brought up the second part of uh, the, uh, <clears throat> we went back into the Mishnah, where Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Eloi quote, quoted that he heard from Rabbi Eliezer three things. The first one was that you can be metaltal in an area that was not Mokavladira, even to Shloishim, until base core, which is 30 sa. And we said that he argues on Hananya, who held um, that you can go till 40 sa if it's not Mokavladira. And they're, they're arguing about the, what is considered the measurement of a, a, a mid-sized city, Ayari Beninus, like we saw from Yishayahu. Okay, and then the second thing that Rebbe Loi heard from Rebbe Yezer, that Anche Chotzer, that one of them forgot to make an Erev, okay, and he gives up his Chelek and the Chotzer, so his house is mutter for them. He seeds his house along with the Chotzer, and therefore they may carry from the Chotzer to his house. And... Um, we, uh, we said that that is like, that is Shittas Rebbe Yezer, but the Rabbanon argue, Rabbanon argue, and they say that it's going to be Aser, Rabbanon hold that when a person cedes his rights or his chilek of the Chatzar, does not include the house, and therefore they would not be able to carry from the Chatzar to his house. And Rav Sheishas, according to Rachba, we learned that with the Chiddush was, yes, we understand that what the Machlekes of the Rebbe Lezer and the Rabbanon is, that Rebbe Lezer holds Mevatel, Mevatel, uh, Mevatel Ba'ayin Yafa, okay? And according to Rabbanon, you're not. So the Chiddush is, is that if you had five people living in a Chatzar, according to Rebbe Lezer, you'd have to be Mevatel, you, you would not have to be Mevatel to each one, since when I'm Mevatel, Mevatel Ba'ayin Yafa. And according to the Rabbanon, you would have to be Mevatel to each one. And then Rapapa asked, okay, according to, uh, according to, both Rebbe Lazar and the Rabbanon, would a Tanai help? Meaning, if, if, I, if according to Rebbe Lazar, I made a Tanai that I did not want to include my house in the Bittal, would that work? And according to Rabbanon, if I made a Tanai that I did want to, and we answered 
that Abayi said that a Tanai would in fact help. Okay, and then we just spoke about the third thing from Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lai, Rebbe Lazar, that you can use our Kavlin uh, as Murr for Pesach.